Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I remember times that there would be many times when my when we would sit down at the dinner table and all six of us are eating, but my mom would just be sitting there just with nothing to eat. And we would ask her, like, where is your meal? And she would say, oh, I'm not hungry, but, you know, we, we knew better. So what we would do, we would all come together and we would all, you know, take food from our plates and put it together on another plate from my mom. So we would all take bits from our plates and put it on another plate, and then that would be my mother's meal. So growing up seeing that, you know, I formed a belief system that life is hard and money is hard to come by and to struggle is normal. And before long, this became my reality. I remember adults around me would say, oh, money don't grow on tree, you know, it's, it's just hard. And I really grew up thinking that life was hard, struggling is normal, and money doesn't grow on tree. And this belief system played out for most of my life. We have all been conditioned by these events in our lives. And we all pick up these different BS. And this BS becomes the manual for how we think, how we act, and how we behave in different situations. Welcome to Universal Grace. I am your host, Nadine Grace. Universal Grace is a dose of personal development and spiritual truth to help you become the best and greatest version of yourself. I share real talks with global game changers, thought leaders, and high-performance experts in this raw and unfiltered transformational podcast. I know that we're all capable of becoming the very best version of ourselves. We just need to remember who we are and believe that we are worthy and deserving of an extraordinary life. I am here to awaken you to your infinite potential and inspire you to unlock your inner greatness and live your best life. You ready? Let's get started. Hi, everyone. This is Nadine Grace, and welcome back to another episode of Universal Grace. Um, I am doing things a little differently. This uh, This episode will be part of like a four part series. Or three-part series. I haven't really decided how many parts I want to make, but um, it will be part of like a four, three to four-part episode series. And I basically will be talking about how to awaken your true potential, how to awaken your true potential. And in these 
four or three, three or four part episode series, I will be just, I will be going over some of the tools and techniques that I've used to change my life and currently still using to help you dig out old belief systems, system that are not serving you and that is holding you back. Because a lot of times when we're stuck in life and we're trying everything to move forward, we're trying to, you know, be that best version of ourselves. We're trying to manifest this particular thing that we've been trying for so long. We just want to feel better. We want to wake up feeling more fulfilled and we want to step into our greatest self. And we're doing everything to make that happen. We're, we're saying our affirmations. We're visualizing. We are exercising. We're thinking positive. We're doing everything. We're setting boundaries. But it's just, you know, it's just not happening. And, and we start doubting ourselves. And we start, you know, letting that, um, I guess, self-sabotage take us over. And we're just not really sure what, why is this happening? Like, why the heck is this happening to me? A lot of times it has to do with the old belief systems, system that we're holding on to. Just um, ideas and images and thoughts and everything that we've picked up when we were kids. And a lot of the times we're not even aware of it because it's become so normal to us that we're operating from uh, a be- from belief from beliefs that we picked up as kids, we acquired as kids, and we brought it into into our adulthood, and we're working from that space, not realizing that we're operating from the past self rather than from you know, creating our realities because we are creators. So in this particular episode, I will be talking about how the belief systems were formed and how you can, you know, how to identify them and, and what they have been and the trauma and the uh, pain and everything that they've been causing. And then as the episode, as I move into the next series into next week, (laughs) I will, you know, go further into explaining what they are, how to dig them out and um, how to rewrite them and create your own belief system because you are creating, we're all creating our lives. So it's so important for us to take control of it and rewrite, rewrite the scripts, right? We are the, we, we have the power of the pen. (laughs) We're consistently writing our future. So why not? Why not write it with new beliefs that are empowering and that can take us to the to the next level of our life? So I hope that you will enjoy <laughs> what I'm about to share with you. Like I said, I am currently still using everything I'm about to share with you because, you know, if we if if we think so healing never stops, right? We're always healing. And once we, we you know, if, if we get into the mindset of, oh, I know this, you know, I know this already. Well, I don't even need, I don't need to listen to this. I know this. Then you're already setting yourself up for failure. Because the truth is, if you know this, if you knew it, then your life wouldn't be in a total shambles. And that's how my life was. And if I, for one minute, just stop applying and stop learning and stop, you know, improving myself, I'll go right back to the old self. But I, <laughs> I have no plans on going back there. So I'm consistently working on myself. I'm consistently digging out old beliefs. I'm consistently, you know, I'm consistently just taking a good look at myself, assessing myself 
and assessing my thoughts and getting rid of everything that is not serving me. So as I said before, I'm going to dive right in and I hope you will enjoy it. Here's a story of a farmer who found an abandoned eagle's nest. And there was an egg still warm inside. There was no sign of its mother or of its siblings. And so the farmer feared for the little eaglet's life and took the egg back to his farm and laid it in the nest of one of his hens. After two weeks, the egg hatched and out came a little baby eaglet. The hens looked after the eaglet as if he were a little chicken. And so the eaglet grew up along with the other chickens. He pecked about the farmyard, scrambling for grain. He ran into the chicken house when it started to rain. He did exactly what all the other chickens did. He spent his whole life within the yard and rarely looked up because all the other chickens never looked up. And after he had endured a very long and comfortable life in the chicken yard, he was very old and one day he decided to, to lift up his head and saw above a wonderful sight. He saw an eagle soaring high above in the sky. Looking at it, he said to himself, if only I had been born an eagle, I would have been able to live that life. What if you've been born with so much more potential than others have led you to believe? What if you have a light inside of you that can never go out? What if you're born with, what if you were born with, what if you've been born with gifts and talents that only you embody, that only you can use, but people around you conditioned you otherwise? What if you've been born to be able to do and have and be anything that you desire? But the people around you just never really did any, anything much with themselves. You figured this is my fate too. Have you ever felt like you're in a car with one foot on the accelerator and one foot on the brake? You're trying to move forward. You're trying to pursue, pursue your dreams. You're trying to improve your health. You're trying to improve your wealth. You're trying to improve your relationships. But. All of a sudden, you start doubting yourself again. Then all of a sudden, you start procrastinating. Then all of a sudden, you start talking yourself out of it again. That was my life. I've ever felt like, you know, why is this happening to me? I'm, I'm, you know, I really want to change my life. I don't want to live like this anymore. I know I have greatness inside of me. I know I have a purpose. I know that I just didn't come here to work a nine to five. What is it that I'm supposed to do when you, and you're trying everything to find out what your purpose is to walk in purpose, but you keep feeling like there's something that is like, there's something that is pulling you back. That was me. Most people drive through life with their psychological emergency break on. And would you like to know why and how the psychological emergency break actually gets turned on? From the moment we're born, we begin to create a BS, also known as a belief system of how the world works. 
And we do this so we can refer to it in the future in order to better our chances of survival and replication. So your beliefs are driving your human behavior, your human behavior today, and they're the records of the past. Your beliefs that are driving your human behavior today are records of the past. So it's kind of like an old filing cabinet filled with different documents. And the documents are called a belief. Now, when you're born, who passes over to you the first set of documents called a belief? Of course, it's your family. You begin to get a lot of programming, a lot of lessons from your family. Your parents, they begin to teach you how to act and how to be. And we also model the patterns of observation that we observed within our, within our family members. So we begin to act like our family members. We begin to really behave like them. And then we go to school. And how many of you remember your childhood friends? I do. You begin to dress like your friends. You begin to have the same accent as your friends. You begin to have the same hobbies as your friend. You begin to figure out what's cool and what's uncool. And you begin to continue to act like the friends you hang around every single day. And then we also get heavily conditioned. We get conditioned heavily. Excuse me. We get conditioned heavily by our culture. Are you listening right now? We get conditioned by our culture. Culture. Have you ever looked up the word culture and see what it means? It's pretty fascinating, by the way. This is a literal definition of the word cult. C-U-L-T. It's shared patterns of behaviors and interactions, cognitive constructs and understanding that are learned by socialization. Thus, it can be seen as the growth of a group identity fostered by social patterns unique to the group. To put simply, we're all in a cult. <laughs> we're literally all in a cult called life and reality. And it seems so normal. It seems so normal because it's what you're born into. But have you ever noticed how true this definition really is, though? If you've ever been traveling and you notice in one country you can behave in this way, but if you repeat the same behavior in another country, you're deemed as rude. And I'm going to use myself for an example right now. <laughs> I was born and raised in Jamaica. So that in Jamaica is where I was originally socially conditioned. I moved to the United States when I was 17 years old and I went straight to high school. I went straight to high school and I just, I would remember when I would communicate with my peers and my teachers, they would look at me as if, you know, there was, I'm growing horns. And I remember one day I was talking to a couple of my friends and they were like, did you have to say it that rude? I said something. And they asked me, did you have to say it that rude? And I'm like, what do you mean rude? So in the Jamaican culture, culture, <laughs> Jamaicans are very blunt and very direct. There is no sugarcoating of anything. We say it like we see it. We speak it like we see it. And at 17 years old, and I'm communicating with my peers, I am 
being myself. Don't know who, you know, can't be anyone else. I am being myself. I'm being that blunt and direct 17-year-old te- um, teenager who just moved from, moved from Jamaica. But because I'm now in the American culture, people really could not relate to that directness. And they would look at me and tell me that, oh, that's just so rude. And I'm like, rude? I'm the farthest thing from rude. (laughs) I'm just being my authentic self, speaking my raw truth. But it was offensive to a lot of people because they weren't used to that style of, of speaking. It was looked upon as rude when you're blunt and you're direct and you speak your truth. So that's just one of the examples that I, one of the things that I went through with the cultural differences. And because in America, it's a little bit more PC, politically correct. People tone it down a little bit more because they don't want to hurt somebody else's feelings. But in Jamaica, we're not looking at it as as hurting other people's feelings. We're looking at it as it is, (laughs) not thinking anything else. So there's definitely a lot of big differences around the world. And how many of you have noticed how true that really is, by the way, when like if you noticed this in your life, if you've been traveling, you notice how your environment determines your behavior on a massive level in terms of how you act, your body language you have. And I know that, you know, a lot of people probably are saying this is, you know, ooh, this is woo talk. What do you mean your culture shapes you? Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> your culture, the cult that you're born in, culture shapes who you are right now today. And this phenomenon was coined by Stephen Spencer. He explained that when people believe they're part of a social group that doesn't succeed in a certain area, they match their performance so it leads to the same outcome. So it is so important that you surround yourself around positive people. And I'm sure you've always heard that the people say, especially in personal growth, surround yourself with positive people and you'll feel positive. And there's a good reason behind it because your mind and your body is an, is an adaptation machine, adaptation machine, your mind and your body is an adaptation machine and it easily adapts to the environment in which it was placed. We begin to create a lot of our own beliefs based on our understanding of how our environment works. We, we create a lot of our own beliefs from how we were conditioned from different events. So we have, we have experience in our lives. Have you ever experienced something negative in your life? Of course you have, <laughs> especially growing up. We have all like have, you know, we, we have all had negative experiences in our life. We begin to file more beliefs about life, about life into a filing cabinet called the brain. Another example, my dad moved to the States when I was only five years old and he moved for a very good reason to, to, to take better care of us, to make a better life for his family. So I grew up mostly with my mom. I grew up with my mom from the time he left from age five to age 17. So that's a long time. And I grew up seeing my mom struggling. There was never enough money in the house to take care of all six kids. And my mom and my mom did the very best she could, but there was never enough money. 
And as kids, we can feel and see our loved one's emotion. We we know, we can feel their emotion. We know when our mom or dad is sad. They don't need to tell us. We can see it. We can feel it. And even though my dad took care of us financially, it was just never enough money to support all of us, to support my my five siblings and, and, and myself, six kids and my mom. So I would I remember times that there would be many times when my when we would sit down at the dinner table and all six of us are eating, but my mom would just be sitting there just with nothing to eat. And we would ask her, like, where is your meal? And she would say, Oh, I'm not hungry, but you know, we we knew better. So what we would do, we would all come together and we would all, you know, take food from our plates and put it together on another plate from my mom. So we would all take bits from our plates and, and, and put it on another plate. And then that would be my mother's meal. So growing up, seeing that, you know, I formed a belief system that life is hard and money is hard to come by and to struggle is normal. And long before then, before long, this became my reality. I remember adults around me would say, oh, money don't grow on tree. You know, it's, it's just hard. And I really grew up thinking that life was hard. Struggling is normal and money doesn't grow on tree. And this belief system played out for most of my life. We have all been conditioned by these events in our lives. And we all pick up these different BS. And this BS becomes the manual for how we think, how we act, and how we behave in different situations. So it is so important to write down and remember, write it down right now. Write, write down your mind's primary job is survival. Meaning that it is literally programmed for protection. It is so important to remind yourself that your beliefs were created in order to survive, not thrive. And they're all based on generalized assumptions of reality. And these beliefs you have from the past right now are determining literally how you act today. How are you acting today? Where you see your life right now, right now, are beliefs that are that you're holding on to that are not serving you that you picked up when you were a kid. Like myself, I thought, well, you know, for me to, to really, you know, live, I have to struggle because struggling is part of life. Struggle to make ends meet, live paycheck to paycheck. Life is so hard. For a long time, I had that belief system having a, a, a lack mentality. And then when I started working on myself, and Lord knows I work on myself every day because there's still some belief systems that I'm still trying to get out that keep showing up even after I thought I took them out. So you'll never stop working on yourself because there will be belief systems that keep showing up. But it is our responsibility if we want to evolve and if we want to become that best version of ourselves, if we want to you know, wake up feeling fulfilled and, and be successful. It is so important to identify the belief systems that are not serving you and get rid of them and get rid of them. How you're acting today determines the results you have tomorrow. 
How you're acting right now determines the results you have tomorrow because your conscious, your conscious and subconscious beliefs determine how you act and how you act will ultimately result in what you attract. Therefore, you will always behave in ways that are consistent with your beliefs. It is impossible to act differently, to do something differently, to, you know, get up and try something new. If you're holding on to beliefs that are not serving you, your beliefs right now is running the show. Your beliefs set you up to experience the exact thoughts, the exact feelings and behaviors that make your beliefs become a reality. Therefore, the current state of your wealth your finances, the money you have in the bank or don't have in the bank, your health, your relationships and life right now in the present moment is in absolute alignment and direct proportion to what you believe is true consciously and subconsciously because your these beliefs drive your behavior. They determine what you think about and they determine what you feel and they determine what you act upon. And they determine the reality you actually see today. Like, is this really making sense to you? Where you find yourself right now in your current state is because of the belief you're holding on in your mind. And when I say that I work on myself on a daily basis because I refuse to continue to go down the path of not manifesting the life that I really want, because I know that we're all are worthy and deserving of an extraordinary life. It is our birthright. It is our birthright to live an extraordinary life. It is our birthright to have, be, or do anything that we desire. It is our birthright to use the gift that we were born with. We were all born with with special gifts and talents very deep inside of us, but it will not come out. It will not come to fruition if there are beliefs that, because there are beliefs that are covering them and layering, layering on top of them, beliefs that are not serving us, beliefs that we're not good enough, beliefs that we're, that we weren't born to do great things, belief that only the rich get richer, belief that we're born into a certain cult, so we're not able to, you know, do things differently. Those belief systems that we're holding on to is what is creating the condition that we're the conditions that we find ourselves in today. So it's important to work on your belief and get them out. And um I, I will discuss how to do that later in a late um on the second episode right now part one is mostly about um rooting out not even rooting up but discovering why it's happening so thank you so much for joining me on this part one of how to awaken your true potential and i'll see you on the next part which is part two (laughs) bye-bye for now Thank you for listening to Universal Grace Podcast and being part of this amazing community. I consider each episode part of a lifelong conversation of you and I hanging out and helping each other rise to the top. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already, subscribe 
rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. So I'll see you on the next episode. But in the meantime, remember to head on over to universalgracepodcast.com and get some extra special resources that you won't find anywhere else. Thanks for listening and let love guide you.